everybody welcome to the local business marketing podcast where i bring on seos and agency and business owners and talk about their uh, journey into the seo field and how they build their seo agency or their marketing agency and what they are currently doing so to deliver you the best pieces of advice in what is currently working in the seo space and to grow your business so today we have with us mr srinath who owns a digital marketing agency called the digital bulgo and does uh, and is famous for his gmb audit tool and i literally used it and found it amazing because it has like those checklist points that we could follow and tick off all those things so i really love that tool and so i thought that it would be amazing to interview as a guest because i literally saw one comment in which someone tagged you that if you want to do seo go to this guy and this guy will do it for you so then i was intrigued and just stretched out and thought of interviewing you so welcome sinath mr well, uh, thank you again for the nice introduction uh, i want to stay humble we still have a long way to go and the name of my company is optimized cloud solutions private limited and the brand we work for uh, which we use uh, for our uh, gmb and local seo is uh, called digital bulgo okay so can you go, uh, give us a little introduction of what are the things you do what are you yes, uh, um, i am the owner of a uh, small boutique digital marketing agency we are located in uh, chennai in india and we have uh, 11 people including me um, we primarily focus on uh, google my business and uh, local seo optimization so that is our primary focus uh, we do a little bit of other stuff uh, including um, uh, we build websites and uh, do a little bit of content writing and but our primary focus is on uh, google my business uh, getting uh, clients more phone calls and uh, more revenue using our uh, tools and techniques okay gotcha so how did you got your foot into seo like uh, earlier in india it wasn't that popular that seo was a thing people didn't know what seo was exactly so how did you got into this industry yeah to be frank uh, seo has been there for a long time Yes. and uh, like all the uh, things uh, uh, there are a lot of uh, unscrupulous seos that were doing the work uh, you must be aware of uh, panda and penguin algorithms so primarily panda uh, kicked out lot of the seo companies which were prime which were trying to uh, use lot of the uh, content um, just pull content and then uh, uh, have links built Uh, to them and be able to rank because of that but uh, once uh, google uh, became kind of much more stricter about these things it okay. became difficult for uh, seo agencies uh, to do the business the traditional way what i call seo 1.0 so uh, uh, since i come from a writing background uh, i have written two books uh, it was fairly easier for me uh to be able to get into content writing which was the first step before um we got into full fledged seo but the interesting story was i had i was a ibm business partner and i had a website that i wanted to rank and so i went to one of my known uh, friends and uh, who ran an seo agency and uh, he was uh, and i asked him to do seo for my uh, then website which was idea solutions okay. uh, after a month or so um, i started talking to them about the process that they use 
and uh, how how they went about. Uh, I was surprised to know that I, I knew more about uh, uh, what would go into SEO than they did, and that was eye opener to me. I realized that uh, a lot of the SEOs were actually, um, I mean, it's uh, sad to say, but actually being using some old form techniques and trying to uh, get clients to rank. I started to focus a lot on technical SEO, uh, getting websites to run fast, look at how the website is structured. And uh, then since content was fairly easy for me, I'm a content writer. I also teach uh, um, um, business writing for a college here in Chennai. And I have a guidebook called uh, Business Blogging for Beginners. It was much easier for me to uh, see how uh, content would impact SEO very much. And uh, that's when content market uh, writing turned into content writing, uh, content marketing, and content marketing became full fledged. So, this was about four years back. Uh, we primarily would focus on the Indian audience at that time, but uh, we realized that um, uh, we had to make a change at some point. Uh, it has become a very cost driven environment in India. And uh, from last year, uh, we moved our focus completely out of India. Uh, I was lucky, um, you might be aware of there's a Facebook group called SEO Signals Lab. Yes. Uh, run, uh, by Stephen Kang. Uh, yes. He was kind enough to invite me for a Ask Me Anything um, feature. Wherein, uh, it was December 17th, I still remember that. And in a week's time, we had our first client through that uh, feature. And from there on, uh, we, uh, we've done um, work for more than 50 clients this uh, 2019. So I should thank Stephen Kang and SEO Signals Lab uh, for giving me an opportunity uh, to be able to show our skills to others. And uh, Facebook group has been very useful to me uh, in trying to uh, leverage one, showcase uh, the knowledge that we have, and also to meet people and understand their techniques and to learn from uh, so many great SEOs out there in the world. Thanks. Okay, so you mentioned you wrote two books. What were those? No, one was uh, about my experiences. Uh, it's called uh, I Married My Cousin. And uh, the second was uh, Business Blogging for Beginners, Six Steps to Success. So these uh, were in, um, about four or five years back. Um, I think my writing has improved considerably since then. But uh, I advise, I recommend uh, everybody to write once. I thought I was a fairly good uh, writer. But once I started writing, I realized that editing is so much, much more important. And I could find the flaws in my writing and been able to overcome. So writing is not easy, but uh, I definitely recommend people uh, to put down your thoughts because uh, it, it, it brings much more structure uh, into your thinking. Okay, so how does your daily life look like? What are some of the tasks you do daily? And when managing this agency, how do you stay focused and ensure that your productivity is high? You see, uh, the reason I like SEO is SEO is a challenge. It's also um, something that uh, I would say uh, work for the brain because one, uh, you are uh, going against Google uh, and uh, also going against other competitors. You have to please both uh, your uh, users as well as Google plus also the client that you work for. So those are the three uh, stakeholders. 
so every day starts with me i try to get people to think about planning for the day and planning for the week uh, i i think uh, if you are able to get an idea of what you will be doing for the rest of the day and the rest of the week then a lot of your problems uh, and uh, can be uh, solved in terms of time management which is a big problem uh, how much time do we allocate for each client so monday usually is the planning for the rest of the week wherein we look at how we have done uh, previous week what rankings are up what rankings are down what work uh, promise work was completed what is uh, pending uh, what are the immediate priorities that need to be done what reports need to go out uh, what uh, client uh, uh, need to be um, um, the billing needs to be redone for the uh, next two or three month cycle uh, any uh, recommendations that need to go out those are the things that we discuss with our auntie uh, uh, most of our uh, google posts are done the previous uh, week by friday is usually a, a day where we get most of the google posts done we have a weekly run for the posts then monday is where uh, our uh, reporting uh, send out the recommendations and reporting the audits planning for the audits for the team sir uh, there is a separate team for the web development i don't uh, uh, try to interfere too much in that they they know what they are doing they have the time when they need to complete the uh, the the website development okay so that's how you do it and uh, what other things do you do like to stay more focused do you block out some time or any kind of strategy you follow to don't get distracted yeah uh, one now uh, i think everybody should uh, this is my thought i should know what their uh, strong productive time is that is the when they should take on the more challenging tasks So I usually advise uh, my best times are uh, in the evening. I have found early in the morning um, from nine to eleven, and from six to nine. These are my more productive hours. So I try to spend uh, more time analyzing clients' uh, uh, rankings and um, and our strategy during this time. The other times are uh, when uh, I go to the Facebook groups to browse. or uh, a lot of times and uh, we have uh, where we have impromptu discussions we have structured training on two days a week uh, every wednesday and uh, thursday between 12:30 to 2:30 uh, we take a topic uh, and uh, discuss thoroughly about it so this last uh, two months we have been focused on uh, google search quality rater guidelines you might be aware of it um, so qrg guidelines so we had a walk through of the search quality rater guidelines give us a good idea about uh, uh, what google is looking for from a website uh, we had a uh, discussion on rank math plugin yes. and uh, any any topics whether it's technical speed optimization or user experience um, or google my business some post optimization these are topics that are um, dis- uh, discussed and i try to share knowledge or one of my team members presents their findings uh, to others okay so uh, moving into the seo parts what do you think that people don't rank uh, because many people think that building some citations and building some things that's all they uh, that it takes and they will rank but later they don't rank and they look for black hat ways or anything something's like that so what do you recommend what should be done at that point of time okay um so for the uh, map pack ranking i think uh, a lot of people get reviews and uh, citations 
but uh, when I actually look at the reviews and citations, most of them are not local. So just having thousand citations, but a uh, lot of the citations are coming from out of town, doesn't do any good. Also, uh, when I see the citations, the citations should contain your keywords, so to say your city and your service, and preferably the name, one of your company employee's name or your name or the company name on the city. So not having this makes it look like a generic citation, which you could just pick off the street. Also, uh, Google is um, understands where this uh, person who's had this, uh, who gave this review is coming from, what is the location. So having a citation from uh, say Canada for a work done in uh, um, Australia doesn't make any sense. Yes. So you have to be very careful when you ask for citations, look for genuine citations from your clients uh, within the area and do not uh, uh, get citations from outside the area. That is uh, what. Second, same thing for uh, uh, um, uh, the uh, review. The, I was talking about reviews. For the citations, go for hyper-local and uh, local citations, meaning that uh, uh, look for newspapers, uh, television, and uh, radio stations that are there in your area. Look for local bloggers, local influencers, uh, those kind of things. Um, citations from those play much bigger role than uh, trying to get uh, citation from, so to say, uh, from uh, California for something in Texas. Doesn't make uh, uh, sense. So, uh, also citations, uh, if there's a change in your NAP, it makes it very difficult to fix the citation. Yes. So, I would actually suggest uh, not having um, uh, more than 100 to 120 citations. Those should be good enough. If you are not able to rank with 100 quality citations, you will not rank with 1,000 citations. Typically, for a small city, you should be good for 60 to 100. And big city like, uh, say, New York or uh, Houston or Chicago, uh, uh, which has got much more, say, or Los Angeles, which has got a lot larger media uh, contingent, you can uh, go up to 150 to 200 citations. But uh, uh, my suggestion, I always try to tell my clients that I want to save them money, not just add citations for the uh, sake of it. We have built what we call something called Digital Bull Go Top 100. So we try to see whether that fits into the Digital Bull Go Top 100 citation list and uh, take it from there. Okay. And there's a rumor like uh, Google will start charging for GMB. So have you heard of that rumor? Yes, that was uh, about uh, six, five, six months back. I think uh, they did a test case and asked whether you'd be willing to pay for it. And uh, that is up to them uh, to because they are the uh, so the owners of this tool. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that they want to do. Uh, however, a lot of people were unhappy about it. So I'm assuming that they've given this feedback to Google. Uh, but I think if a small business uh, were to be charged, say, uh, $19 or $29 per month uh, uh, to be there on Google My Business. I think any small business, uh, at least I'm talking from the US perspective, would be willing to pay this nominal sum if it were to keep out some of the spam listings. Yeah. Now that is a big problem uh, where a lot of the listings are not are not uh, original or they are fake. Now this fee, if it includes 
at least uh, effort from Google to reduce the number of spam listings, then uh, that would be welcome. Okay, and uh, my next thing is Google is also sweeping some of the listings and suspending them uh, without any reason. So what do you think, uh, how should we prevent that suspension? Why and Google, why is that? Correct. So my advice of people is, uh, see these suspensions were caused, triggered because some people were uh, trying to add information that was not relevant and uh, so there are a lot of complaints which made Google to take uh, some extreme steps uh, wherein some genuine listings also got suspended. So Google has been very trigger happy about uh, suspending these uh, especially some um, listings which are sensitive area like some home services mm -hmm. like locksmiths or garage door openers and all should be uh, cleaning to be very careful. What I uh, recommend is, before you get your um, uh, listing verified, try to enter as much information as possible. Yes. So that the you need to reduce the amount of information that you need to add later. That is my first tip. Second is, after you get your, uh, do not try to uh, make any changes while your verification process is going on. That can be an immediate suspension. Third tip is uh, after the listing comes, do not try to add or change sensitive information like your address or phone number immediately. Wait for the cool down period of three to four weeks. Fourth one, you uh, add things that um, Google asks you to add, meaning like some services information, some basic description, uh, those kind of things. Uh, do a few Google posts. Uh, and uh, offer which are less prone to suspensions. Yes. Okay, so you can slowly start testing out and uh, get Google uh, to get more comfortable and trust your uh, GMB. And uh, so, and do not do large scale changes in one shot. Add something and then wait, and then if it goes through, then add something else. Finally, if you're still unsure, you can be on a call with Google on their phone. Uh, though it's a bit difficult to get and then say tell them that you are doing this and see whether they can be online while you are making the change finally uh, when google asks you to accept some edits those will be in the red or reddish orange and uh, do not try to decline those try to accept those you can go back and try to change them later so these are uh, my seven tips to avoid uh, suspension of course primary thing is to have a, a genuine information uh, have a name board and do not work, uh, do not use uh, uh, somebody else's residence. I mean, those are all the generic uh, common sense stuff. But apart from that, uh, I am talking about things that you can do to safeguard your listing. Okay, so when you work with new clients, they might already be having a previous listing, but you can't change those main things such as categories and business name or whatever they mistake they would have done. So how do you deal with that and optimize the listing at the same time? Absolutely. That's a very good question. Now, what I found is clients think that they have optimized the listing and yes. they come, hey, I have finished everything on my GMB. Yes. But I, I can, you can take any GMB and we can do it now or you can do it later. I can uh, show that you can optimize it for minimum 33% more. This is the amount of optimization that is still missing. So I talk it uh, to my team and to my clients like, think of it like a sugarcane juice. If you have seen the sugarcane wala, uh, 
the cane he keeps and you think there's no more juice left but you he still bends it and then pushes it through uh, the rollers and another half glass or one full glass of juice comes through so your gmb is like that every gmb category every gmb um, factor starting with category can be further optimized you can add secondary categories that are missed out uh, for the phone you can add additional phone numbers for the url you can add um, the right url you can add a business dot site url business dot site you can optimize better services content now of course google has changed it but you could go ahead and add a lot of services content out there up to 1000 characters description you can optimize it uh, uh, better everything uh, in fact we have shown that uh, the optimizing a gmb uh, um, even though client thinks is optimized um, can actually optimizing further can actually give us good results better results posts can be optimized you can link one post to the previous post in a daisy chain fashion uh, you can uh, q and a can be uh, done uh, better with uh, keywords even reviews uh, uh, people do not know that there's option to like a review so yeah. you can get people to like your reviews so uh, uh, there are so many ways that can be done in fact uh, that is one of the ways that we try to uh, uh, so to say uh, get our clients top ranking because i think we know to a little extent uh, all you need to be is like say 1% better than somebody else for that particular uh, factor okay so you don't basically make changes into categories and all those critical things no, no, we, we absolutely make changes if it's required without changes you can't so uh, we send this recommendation out to clients and if they think that it makes sense those changes are made i mean otherwise it will be very difficult to optimize without changes if you are going to continue the same way it is some clients are bit wary about changes uh, but uh, un unless those changes are made we don't think uh, we will be able to get them top rank because it gets uh, it risks suspension to as we say uh, see suspension is a risk if uh, you are working with a fake address or there are some things that you have done that are against google's uh, uh, terms of service toss so but if things are okay uh, you would not worry too much about uh, uh, them like you say you can work around like uh, use things which are not a suspension prone like google posts or services you can play around with those uh, things okay and do you use any kind of call tracking number also just to show the results to the clients uh, actually um, um, this is an area where uh, we have not done much uh, most of our clients have call tracking so we just trust them that uh, because unfortunately google my business insights on calls has been un unfortunately has been broken and yeah. it's it doesn't give you good, uh, good results so that is something that google needs to fix uh, the google insights are uh, not great so they go, don't give a good picture with many clients telling me that they got now good number of calls but when i go to google my business insights they uh, they don't show my many calls in there so i think that's an area maybe google will fix and uh, they have so many things on their plate not sure but uh, most of the clients have their own call tracking so we just assume and we when we chat and talk to them we ask uh, since we are not a so to say uh, uh, pay to pay kind of client 
uh, we don't work we work more on a retainer basis so that is less uh, maybe relevant because i don't work on uh, how many leads i get uh, them we only work on over a project period like three months or four months i am going to double or triple the amount of calls you're going to get that is the way we work so do you have unique campaigns for each client or uh, have you processed those or made a standing in yes, every client is unique in that way every gmb is different uh, so a lot with gmb is different from a dentist to gmb but the overall concept uh, framework is same for all clients that is a framework that disturbable go uh, we have uh, uh, set up first it starts with the audit we have a, a very comprehensive like you alluded to earlier a very comprehensive almost 150 factors sub factors we audit that gives us a good insight then uh, we do what we call a content audit and uh, a brand audit to find out uh, do a brand search to see where the client is how weak or strong content audit to uh, check for what is content out there what is um, videos they some clients are not even aware that they have videos on youtube so we run those all those checks to see what content we can grab that is already online which we can reuse and uh, then we have a two month three month and four month plans we want to extend to six months uh, so we start off primarily uh, what we call technical optimization the technical optimization would include uh, your um, Uh, the title website website speed and yeah starts with the speed then the mobile uh, part of it uh, user experience things like this um, we look at uh, from technical optimization i look at the architecture uh, and see how it is then you move on to on page and content optimization that's uh, uh, where i think we excel in a lot that is one of our strengths Uh, to be able to optimize uh, uh, for on page as well as uh, for content uh, content we break it down into segments and then see how we can optimize uh, it better and then of course uh, then the third part is uh, uh, is the off page off page again there are two aspects of it one is the the, the brand aspect the which is the citations and the pr and the guest post and other is the backlinks so for backlinks we use third party providers from uh, groups such as legit and other providers some we build it ourselves uh, authority stacks and all we build ourselves some uh, we uh, we work with trusted partners um, who provide uh, for uh, citations we also use a bright local we've been working with bright local we just moved to bright local uh, for our uh, citation reporting for our uh, ranking we are using sapro both so far and but we have moved to um, bright local for a local map ranking from last week and uh, apart from that uh, the other tools that are out there uh, meta forensics for uh, on page is a good tool i like um, seo minion um, which is a chrome extension a nice one uh, and then some content ahrefs for SEO overall SEO reporting information. This is what it is. So, do you use PPNs and those kind of links? 
because I have seen those get penalty many a times because they point directly to the money side, and which results in a penalty or two. Sorry, I did not get the question. Do you use any kind of PBNs or those kind of links? Since no, no, I I do not use PBNs because it's been very difficult to find genuine PBNs, and uh, uh, and I have hardly used uh, PBNs. In fact, backlinks itself, um, uh, I mean, there is hardly um, any that you can get for free unless you put in a lot of effort, uh, and you got to spend, uh, you got to have friends in good places. Or you got a lot of uh, um, your client needs to have a lot of budget for it. Now, since we work with the, what we call medium budget clients, um, I don't have a high uh, budget for backlinks. So I work within my constraints and uh, see what how best we can get the social signals or web 2.0s or uh, some YouTube links and those kind of things. Um, really. The high-powered links are something that currently they uh, I have been able to rank uh, on first pages without those. So uh, to a certain extent, uh, I'm a, uh, more of a what you call on-page, and uh, I always say SEOs have their favorite. Some go with technical, some go with the on-page and content, and some are backlink as the favorites. I'm more I would call it on-page and a content followed by technical and then backlinks comes third in my uh, list. Okay, so there are pretty much many steps into SEO. So how would you rank them priority wise? If you must have seen what works and what doesn't work. So in your observation, what goes to the top and could you list down uh, all those things? Okay, that's a fairly, um, um, it takes a long time for it, but I will try to summarize it quickly. First is uh, obviously, uh, you need to have an expectation of uh, where you are and what you need to uh, rank, um, um, meaning how important it is. And whether you are using complementary techniques like PPC or Facebook and all that. So, so that we understand what is the importance for a website for you, that is from the client's perspective. Once we know that, then uh, obviously getting a website uh, technically up to rank is very uh, technically good is very very important uh, having a good website uh, that is that cannot be hacked that loads say under less than three seconds it is very mobile responsive and uh, user experience is good meaning person coming on the page is able to quickly find out what the call to actions are what where the form needs to and what is that website gives to you this is First, you need to get. So I always say, try to get the things that are in your hands first before you move on to things that are not in your hands. So first thing is get the website uh, fast, mobile responsive. Uh, add the if it's WordPress, it's prone to hacking. So make sure that you put security safeguards in there and have a decent user experience that also is good on mobile. Second is you can move on now to see what content is actually there on the website. Now, and to see whether how uh, it pairs or compares with other uh, your competitors for similar uh, niches. And uh, you got to uh, see how, and content is not easy. You got to pay for it. You, if you're not a writer yourself, you got to, and you then have to optimize the content, just adding content, 
doesn't make any sense. So uh, the, 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 the trick is to get it um, optimized well. So you've got to get the content in and then you've got to play the waiting game. It's something as you as like farming. You have to uh, buy the right kind of seeds. You have to analyze the, uh, the plot of land, buy the right seeds, flow the land, uh, the, plant the seeds, water it, manure, fertilize, uh, protect it from uh, wild animals and others, and then wait for it to come. So uh, your uh, uh, SEO is like that. So you have to play the waiting game. And then once, then you have to see how you can start with some foundation links, how you can get some backlinks, beg, uh, beg, borrow um, to get the links, uh, ask, then get people to come to your site, uh, do get some social traffic in. Uh, if you're new, get some PPC traffic in. That gives you a good idea of what the what people are searching for. So, uh, and, uh, that is first platform, organic. If it is GMB, I already talked to you about the process, yes. optimization, every step of the way. Okay, so what are your top tools that you use regularly and those are main tools which you use? Obviously, Disturbable Go is our own tool, so we use it for our audit. Yes. Um, we have been using Bright Local recently for some of the rankings and site to manage the citations. Um, and uh, in fact, we had a call today with them after this uh, for API to see how we could use their API. Then, um, for uh, I use Ahrefs a lot uh, to analyze competitor sites because you don't have access to the Google Search Console and Google Analytics. Uh, I, I use Google Search Console a lot. Uh, it's a wonderful tool. I think every SEO uh, should try to use it to the max. It gives both technical information that you need to fix issues as well as uh, in terms of the your impressions and clicks that you that which pages are getting what and where are you getting those. So uh, Google Search Console is a wonderful tool. Uh, though a lot of folks rely on analytics, I'm a big fan of uh, Search Console. Google My Business Insights, uh, I told you the data somehow not very comfortable with what the reporting there is, but we have to use those for a lot of the things for optimization. Uh, I've been impressed with a tool called Metaforensics for on page. It's metaforensics.io. It's a, I think it's a UK company. And wonderful and then uh, there is uh, another uh, uh, there are a lot of other tools uh, like I say SEO minion for uh, Chrome extension um, then so what's your favorite tool for rank tracking and specifically reporting those things uh, unfortunately rank tracking um, because we are in India and many of all our clients are outside sometimes uh, um, we find it a bit difficult uh, to be in sync with what our clients are seeing. Um, we, uh, we've been okay with Bright Local, that's why we made the switch. We've been using Robot so far, but uh, we made the switch to Bright Local for primarily for maps ranking. Uh, of course, we use Google Maps itself to check and organic results itself to check uh, the rankings. Uh, there are um, uh, other tools that are out there a lot uh, the, out there, but like I say, uh, at some point, 
uh, even Google Search Console itself gives uh, ra rankings to you. Uh, but I feel I think the focus on rankings is more. It's the, really the SEO focus should be more on are you getting is the client getting more calls and more site visits? Yes. Um, and it doesn't uh, matter if the client is not ranking, but if he gets the calls, they don't ask. But the problem for ranking comes when you don't, are not getting the calls and the site visits. That's when they okay maybe it's because I'm not ranking. What should I do? So. Uh, overall, if the SEO can turn the focus towards revenue, okay, uh, 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 are you, do you have enough calls uh, to get your people on the, uh, for the services or your vans running full time? Do you have more capacity? Can I, uh, if I get you more calls, what happens? I think that should be the focus for the discussions uh, rather than on the uh, uh, rankings. But like you said, um, uh, rankings is one key uh, thing that the clients are worried about and it's an easy way to show uh, that you're doing your job so and but of course if you're not ranking then it's not so easy so um, yes just wanted to lay out there that uh, we should be more focusing more on the calls and the site visits and the uh, contacts that uh, clients are getting which they can then uh, prospect uh, leads that they're getting Okay, because I have talked to three to four clients and they also ask me how many backlinks will you build, how many posts will you do and I tell them that do you want those links and posts or do you want results and calls. So then they shut up and they say okay, so what should we do now. So later I guide them about how should we go about this. So many people think that it's all about backlink only but when we show them that it's... Oh, you already have a mature head on your shoulders. I learned it very late. You are already... Uh, knowing how to set up your clients. So I appreciate that. Okay, I just started earlier. I used to just learn and working as an intern for a marketing agency which was based in the US. So I learned the skills there and now I'm trying to improve my setting skills because I got the skill of SEO and now improving my that part. So I wanted to ask you that what are the KPIs that you measure mainly? basically the calls and the visits, but uh, as you don't have call tracking, so how do you measure your client success? How far are they getting? See, I, I talk to clients, I say, okay, are you, uh, I look at it from a longer perspective. What is their aim? Uh, if they have made, say, uh, half a million dollars this month in uh, taxable income, uh, do, they, do they want to go to 650K, 750K or something like that? Sometimes they don't want to answer those things. So I, uh, I then go back and say, okay, you're getting 13 calls or 12 calls per day. Do you want to, where do you want to be in three months time? Do you want to, uh, and a typical number is double. Double is what a lot of people tell me. Mm -hmm. And then you, your strategy is based on um, what the client wants. So if he wants a triple or four times quadruple, then you have to have much more aggressive strategy in place. Yes. Okay, you may you need to have uh, do more uh, posts or uh, and add more content, optimize it regularly, uh, look for longer tail keywords to rank, uh, increase, put more resources on the job, things like this. Uh, but SEO is like a uh, something where you can't try to do too many things at the same time. In fact that can be counterproductive. You have to do a few things. This is my way. And then wait for 
how they pan out and then try to do your next set of experiments and then see which one works and which one didn't work. Uh, so from that uh, thing, what uh, we go with a project mentality saying in month one, we will do these things, month okay. two, these things. So month one will typically be the audit first week yes. followed by GMB recommendations okay. and simultaneously be what we deliver, what we call off page plan to them. Okay. Then uh, while that is being executed, the off page plan, we start off with the website much going in detail into the website part of it and then give a website recommendation plan and then now the gmbs which are uh, optimized which are not complete then get completed in month two and the off page issue uh, plan continues then we start making changes on the website uh, the pages some pages uh, we may add new pages fix current pages user experience add cts change forms change some page uh, images and optimize the website so depending on the two month plan or three month plans or four month plans these are spaced out and depending on the, how aggressive the requirement is uh, these these things are so to say uh, compressed or spaced out okay so for now when you started how did you got your trust into the client's mind and how would you recommend for us uh, who are starting new to build their trust and as you know in India when uh, foreign clients see us they have some kind of perception that Indian kid might not be able to do it or how do you build that trust and what I really appreciate uh, asking questions. I, uh, one thing is uh, that was my advantage is I worked in the US for uh, 11 and a half years so yeah. I tried to parlay that experience um, so that because I know a lot of the things in terms of the local uh, cities or uh, local terminology, things like this. Uh, but uh, I also try to use my business experience. I've been in the corporate world for a long time. Uh, I have consulted uh, on behalf of my uh, employee here uh, for Ford, Volvo, a lot of companies have done business consulting. Uh, I'm very process-minded uh, individual. So I, it's easy for me to put together presentations, those kind of things. And uh, but ultimately, it's about, uh, like you said, it's about trust. Uh, if you want to do, um, after some time, see many times the clients come to you because the previous SEO or the SEO before have not delivered. Okay, so that puts a, a kind of a bad taste in their mouth that SEO won't work. And I think that is a problem that we face as SEOs that people have spent a lot of money and they have not gotten results. And so there is hesitation in wanting to trust one more person, especially somebody like you, young like you, or even somebody like me uh, that goes out and seeks, ask them to uh, trust us and give them their, give us their website and the GMB for us to work on. So I try to use refer references, uh, referrals from my uh, testimonies from my previous uh, existing clients. Uh, I recently had something on my website, uh, uh, Digital Go, on my Facebook page, wherein I put a testimonial from a uh, client, uh, and uh, so that was uh, helpful. Uh, I also offer free audit. You know, Digital Go is a very powerful audit. Uh, so I um, I offer two free audits, month. and by the way. 
to listeners of your podcast if that is okay with you latesh uh, we can do one free um, audit to a, a, anything any listener you think uh, deserves they should be preferably be around the uh, 8th rank or 15th between 8th and 15th that are struggling to get into the map pack maybe we can do an audit and show them the gaps so if that's okay with you we can offer one free audit to uh, the latesh sir by at the uh, show Okay, that would be amazing. So basically, uh, giving some uh, free stuff and then getting the testimonial and then showing those testimonial to other people—is uh, that what you are saying to build trust? So if you see, um, I offer. Uh, you can go and book your slot. Here, this is a thirty-minute uh, offer. So I get a lot of uh, clients through this. Our prospects come here and then book, and then we talk to them, and then. um uh, talking usually enables us to be um build the trust better so i suggest um to have this consultation 15 minutes or 30 minutes we also have case studies which help us frequently ask questions then we build something called get answers okay uh support.disablego.com so there a lot of things so i got a um us phone number where people can click and talk to me directly okay uh chat tdo chat okay um then like i say i also offer a free audit when people come to gmb.digitalgo.com they can click here so a lot of ways to try to engage with folks and try to get them to Okay, so now then I should offer consulting or and GMB audit in the beginning, and then get those testimonials and case studies. No, that is just something that I am doing. So I, I mean, everybody has their own strategies uh, to work with. So I leave it to you how you think okay. it can be done. So currently, what are your some of the favorite industries that you love to work with in the GMB? Okay, I I do a lot of work for locksmiths, and um, uh, um, we work in the bail bonds area also. Then um, dentists, uh, plumbers, mm -hmm. then um, garage door openers, okay. then uh, attorneys. Mm -hmm. uh, we have done catering. Okay. Uh, what else? um then uh, tree so tree tree trimming services then landscape gardening and landscape uh roof repair mm -hmm. so you name it uh, uh, we have worked uh, on those yoga uh, and then uh, there was even a cosmetic uh, that is a hair uh, uh treatment so mm -hmm. at a hair transplant mm. uh, so a lot of uh, areas we have worked in but ultimately like i say it takes some time to understand the business and that's what client should be aware of uh, it's very difficult uh, to suddenly understand how the bail bond industry works or how uh, locksmith works uh, if you have been in india uh, and uh, uh, thankfully since uh, i have been in the us for long time and my son who is also who also supports me 
uh, he studied in the US. So he's also part of my team. Uh, so because of this, uh, I think uh, it has eased our uh, uh, work and we're able to, uh, so to say, transfer this information much more easily to my team. Okay, so uh, have you uh, ever did outbound or something like that where you reach out to the customer? Uh, I think most of my uh, work has been inbound. Wherein, like uh, We have done some, uh, I would say, very, very small amount of uh, that too with our existing client base who have used our audits but never converted that into uh, optimization services. We have sent them uh, emails. But, uh, and uh, we've gotten some um, uh, leads and we have some conversions through our Facebook uh, um, marketing. Uh, what we do is uh, mark, uh, do ads uh, targeting some cities where some conferences are going on. And we've been able to get some leads and some uh, out of them. Uh, I really need to do much more uh, aggressively uh, we were uh, we just built some case studies. We have a good pipeline of clients. We have done some good work. We have testimonials. Uh, we have a, a wonderful tool uh, that helps us um, uh, a lot. And we have built. Uh, we are uh, um, bulking up on our, our team as well as in terms of processes. Uh, we are adding a task management system starting 2020. We just added a bright local. Uh, for all our accounts, um, there are some uh, good content tools that we're adding to the mix. So overall, I'm happy in the direction that we're going. We'll be able to provide much better service to clients in 2020. Uh, and we have done a lot of training uh, to our team. So uh, I, I'm quite confident uh, that we'll be able to deliver uh, even better service than what we're doing um, in 2019. Okay, so for the inbound, I am doing some content marketing, posting some videos on YouTube so people could discover me. But in the beginning, that's more of an outbound when we are alone. So do you have any uh, things to share about how we might approach and what the other person or the prospect wants to see in us uh, that would compel him to buy from us? What does right, it right. So you need to know your value proposition. That's very important. Other thing is, are you selling SEO as a commodity, commoditized service, or as a you know uh, customer custom service? And you also need to know what kind of clients you are going after. Um, so once you are clear about uh, these things, then you should then plan out your strategy. Also depends on your budget and uh, how much time you are willing to spend. Uh, I always feel that sharing knowledge on uh, LinkedIn, Reddit, Facebook. Quora, uh, these are very good ways to build your brand, uh, to show your expertise. And uh, so that uh, people come to uh, understand that Latesh is a person who understands the GMB and uh, they can probably go. Uh, sometimes it is the herd mentality. Uh, people are wanting to uh, follow somebody who's already done. So you need to get the referrals uh, from others uh, that will help. And you can, if you can put them, uh, if you see, we have a lot of refer testimonials on our website. Uh, and uh, we have even gotten uh, some clients to speak about us um, or, or on Facebook forums, groups uh, to uh, recommend us. So 
uh, on their own. We have not requested, but they have done it on their own. So uh, it's a question. I think it's a, over a period of time, people are, are able to uh, weed out. It's the problem is a trust because they have been probably bitten once. They're uh, once bitten twice shy, as they say, or they've used another company, whether from Philippines, India, or from Pakistan, or from Bangladesh, and somehow they're not happy with the results. Question uh, of communication, uh, I think uh, communication is very important and it's overlooked. Uh, you may do the hard work, but if you haven't communicated that, that doesn't make, uh, that, that uh, doesn't, uh, so to say, uh, help you. So you need to be transparent, be communicative. Uh, if you reach out to people, there is no harm in reaching out to people and and also your uh, your services. Uh, in India, we have advantage that we, our services are much lower priced than what our competitors are there in the uh, US. For a city like Houston or Chicago or New York, where uh, I do a lot of work, uh, my services are, are one-fifth um, or one-fourth the cost that for typical qualities. And if you type in Digital Bull Go, do a brand search for Digital Bull Go on your system right now, you can find that we are ranking on first page in all the cities in the world. If you type in GMB audit, uh, if you type in GMB audit, Digital Bull Go should be ranking on the first page. So there should be bright local sign up, the big guys. And yeah. we are right there, Web20 Ranker, some of those guys. Fourth. And uh, Local search forum, yeah, fourth. Yes, so uh, we are uh, between second and fourth, or first and fourth in every city in the US. Okay, okay. So the, that, uh, uh, those things help. Okay, so, uh, but what do clients like to see in us? The communication part is one yeah, thing. Ultimately, uh, they are willing to give you a chance for a month or two months uh, and you have to show the results there. So what you can uh, have is, if you show, have some good results on similar niche, you can show it to them. Uh, you can uh, maybe offer them a guarantee, which we don't, uh, uh, which is a good one. Uh, which gets many clients, uh, then um, you can offer uh, them a, a different payment plan wherein they, if you meet certain tar numbers, then you get paid differently or they will move you want a higher slab or they give you extra work. Uh, they can start out with a low risk site and then move, move you on to other higher risk sites. So you can offer different kind of uh, models for them to work with. Okay, so that's the thing. And uh, one thing I I like to ask is, if you are all over starting again, then what would you do in the first 90 days? What would your plan be? Uh, considering you have all the knowledge that you have, but you are starting from scratch. Correct, correct. So the good point, obviously, you learn, uh, you can ride a bicycle without falling down or learn to ride, or you can fall. Uh, what I would uh, do is, I would try to build um, the skills of my team in certain uh, areas rather than trying to uh, do everything myself okay. or trying to uh, get my team to overreach themselves. So one of the things is trying to get specialists uh, in certain areas. It is, it is, better, it is uh, fast, easier to scale 
when uh, uh, you have specialists, uh, you also need to see, uh, I also need to, I would have probably delegated some of the tasks that I have done, uh, build a framework faster uh, and uh, more focus on results. Um, and uh, that is basically uh, it. Um, yes, we have committed a lot of, uh, we could have communicated better to clients. We could have told them, uh, so our setup sheet now is vastly different. Um, some mistakes we were making were, we were sending out a lot of information to clients. And since they had hired us to manage their headache, they felt that uh, we were actually increasing the headache. So we have reduced the amount of communication, uh, but consolidated the reporting, consolidated a lot of the recommendations and sent them. So this has uh, been a big help. Uh, we also uh, uh, made sure we give uh, better value rather than just being focused on the GMB. We actually even give out some tips on overall improve, business improvement tips or branding improvement tips, things like those. So for branding, what do you recommend me uh, other than content? Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't understand the question. For branding, like I want to build long-term, uh, something for long-term. Absolutely. I think you started uh, uh, correctly. You started soon. So branding is like accumulated, like uh, compound interest. So it accumulates over time. So you started soon. So uh, branding is not just the about the logo or the website uh, or the style or colors. It's much, much more. There are three aspects. One is a personal branding which is very important um, because a lot of people, when you are, yeah, when your company is small or new, you are the brand of your company. Yes. Then second is the company brand. And then third, maybe your solutions or uh, your product brand. For example, Digital Go is a, a brand. It's not the name of the company, it's a brand. And I am a brand of the company by virtue of some of the expertise I seemingly possess. So you have to work on uh, improving the personal brand. You also look at it from a website. Uh, I would advise uh, people to have their about us page filled up very well, author bio to be done very well. Uh, go to all the top uh, sites like LinkedIn and all where people can come and check you out before they hire you to see that it is filled out uh, accurately and the right amount of information. Uh, make sure that you got uh, your videos out. Uh, you have what you call, of course, this is thought leader is a overused word. Visionary and thought leaders are overused words. But if you can be seen as a thought leader uh, and you have some papers out, uh, and if you have some say, webinars you're conducted, or, uh, YouTube uh, intros to subjects, uh, you can throw it out the, them there. Then uh, uh, write a long, long blog articles explaining your point of view interact with people, uh, share ideas, uh, give suggestions, free advice, and uh, you build the mass and then people come flocking to you. So most people try to do too many things, try to monetize before building the mass. I think that is a, a mistake. Okay, so in the first 90 days, how would you reach out to people? Because at that time, you don't have any kind of network when you are starting out. Yeah, starting from this. You can offer to do a free service. Nothing wrong in offering to do a free GMB or a, uh, or a, a manual audits. Most people offer a free SEO audit, but that has become very, um, uh, so to say, common because anybody is using a tool and then uh, pulling out the tools and then putting it together on a 
Google Doc and sending it out. That's why um, uh, we, our GMB audit, we, we've been very careful about not giving it away just like that so that we don't distill the value because there's a lot of time that is spent out there. You can offer to do a free audit. Uh, you can offer some free consultations. You can, uh, uh, you can critique uh, some of the things that have been done. Uh, you can do a video. Video is a very good way to show uh, people what's wrong with the website. Um, you can uh, uh, do a competitor audit and show them. Clients are very triggered by what competitors are doing. So you can do a competitor audit and share it with the, uh, them. Uh, and uh, like I say, you can offer a lower price plan or a free plan uh, to get started with if you're desperate for uh, uh, getting started. Apart from that, like you say, you can uh, build a database of prospects in your, whom you want to go. You can do a lot of research and uh, build your links uh, that can be used. Uh, you can uh, build a citation list uh, for important cities that you're targeting. For Mumbai, say if you're targeting, of course, uh, if you're targeting, uh, say, Dallas, you can build a citation list for um, Dallas. So things like this uh, that you can start to, which over a period of time, you can start writing blog posts, uh, improve your writing, uh, uh, research some of your competitors and find out what they are doing. Uh, what are they uh, and get some audits from them to see what they are auditing for so many things can be done to uh, overall i think you know, if you keep improving and you show uh, uh, that you're genuine about your what you want to do uh, sooner or later uh, you're going to get clients okay so how do we kind of uh, pitch that thing do should we go into facebook groups and do a post like that like i am offering a pgmb audit I know that uh, that is the old way of uh, doing the things because everyone is familiar with that going into uh, multiple Facebook groups and spamming and posting there. So how would you recommend to reach out to those clients and not look like we are desperate to get the job or we are very needy for that? Correct. correct. Unfortunately, that's been one problem, uh, especially from some of us from uh, India, Pakistan, or, uh, Philippines to go out and uh, spam uh, the messenger and uh, say that uh, come PM or uh, come inbox, right. it's become a joke literally. Uh, it's sad uh, because not of all of us are like that, but we are tired with the same bush, uh, brush. Uh, what uh, uh, you can, uh, what I have been able to get uh, success with is sharing some of my knowledge. So I uh, like I showed you the support.disabledco.com. So I would take something like this for categories. And I would just drop it in there in one of the forums. If there is a uh, conversation related to, are you able to see the screen? Okay, so I would drop something like this if it is conversation related to categories. Okay, so and then, or if somebody were ask uh, uh, some issue, I would then respond, or I would offer a audit, a free audit, or something. Let's do an audit and send it across uh, to them. So those are things, uh, ultimately, like you say, you have to show value, you have to share value. And we have built, we have a tool, um, we have uh, this uh, support, uh, this answering system, which has got a lot of content here. Uh, uh, our website is fairly detailed in terms of uh, information. Yes. 
so there's a lot of uh, things that are easier for me but it has taken uh, me more than a year uh, to get to this point so uh, you have to be patient there is no way uh, you can get certain success there are a lot of people who claim to do seo and so you're fighting with the, the really good seos and uh, the ones that uh, claim to do seo and for them pricing is uh, uh, is another thing that you have to compete with uh, with them because uh, uh, their idea is to get into the client and then they will probably uh, jack up the price later on so uh, i think uh, you, your work is cut out you got to build content share content um, uh, and then uh, and uh, show your value before people start uh, I, i that way somebody like me is right advantage because we have built some collaterals over a period of time okay so that's the thing and what's your buyer journey what do they go to like consultation called and they you send a questionnaire to them to fill out and then do the invoicing so what's the process like in a, in an overview okay when you say how do i choose us is that what it is yes means uh, how do they go from just a prospect to a full fledged client uh, the consultations that happen the question okay, yes uh, so uh, most of my client remember almost all my clients come through facebook okay. so i am there on active on two or three facebook groups uh, where somebody reaches out to me i don't go out and friend anybody because uh, and most of them uh, are friend me or send me a message uh i sometimes offer a free audit to people who say that they are not ranking well and they want to know how they could rank and i forward and send okay here's a, i can do a free audit if you want but it's very rare like this we hardly do any free audit these days uh because we see our audit is having a lot of value and uh, we don't want to compete against the automated audits then uh once they reach out then uh, either they come in for a 30 minute free consultation okay. or they take up the audit and uh, uh, sometimes it boils down to price what they are paying currently or what they can afford to pay and if all of this meets the criteria and the time is right uh, then they uh, have a discussion with me wherein i walk them through what i'm going to do to improve their business uh, if they like uh, if they like uh, hearing what i talk to them uh then uh, they uh, ask me to go out and tell uh, ask me to send the invoice or they ask me how they can pay we have two ways uh, one we have uh, online we are one of the few where in people can you can see the order now button so people can order directly we have three plans uh, the bulletproof two month plan bullseye three month plan or bulldoze four month plan so everything is bull because digital bull so from that um so uh, we our prices actually increase from january 2020 we have actually doubled our pricing because uh, i think we are giving great value and we were uh, underselling ourselves so we uh, have this uh, uh, new pricing so people have still have one day left to take care to take advantage of our old pricing and then um, they can order right they can buy right here uh and it goes to a uh they fill up the payment 
and then they pay. They can pay through uh, uh, credit card or a debit card, or uh, we use Payneer or PayPal and send them an invoice, and uh, they can pay through the payment uh, pay, 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 uh, Payneer link or through the pay, PayPal email. Okay. What's the invoicing? Then, sorry. Invoicing software you use. Pricing. This is a uh, this is the WordPress. Uh, are you talking about the payment gateway? Uh, no, actually the invoice which is sent after doing the payment. Uh, we are using a quick uh, QuickBooks for our invoice, and uh, then uh, once the payment is made, we send a setup sheet. It's a very detailed setup sheet, uh, which uh, uh, asks them to give some information, login information, okay. uh, which tells them the risks of doing this project. Okay. Uh, again, there are no guarantees. Okay. Then there is also uh, we talk about uh, uh, what safety security precautions they need to take uh, uh, on this, how they can make sure the website is not down, and a uh, few things like that. And once the uh, project is deemed to start, 24 hours after the setup sheet is sent to them. Okay, so that's kind of amazing. And uh, as you said that uh, there's an option to uh, have a consultation call. So what do you talk about to them about it? And how do you move from just consultation to the final piece? That's what where I struggle, like giving the consultation and the free advice and then pitching them onto our service, like we can do this for you. So that feels kind of odd to them. So how do you effectively transfer from consult to the pitch? I agree with you. Uh, I think uh, our, uh, Success rate on from consulting to actually getting is about 50%. But getting them to take the consultation is where uh, the difficult part. Uh, first is um, trying to get them on why they want the consulting. Most of the times it's because uh, they are not ranking well or they're looking for alternate provider. They're not happy with uh, whom they work with. And uh, so it makes, uh, uh, you got to find out, uh, ask, I'll ask a lot of questions uh, to find out what they are looking for, the expectations in terms of uh, the of, rankings. Yes. And then uh, uh, show them uh, uh, a little bit right then and there. I pull up their website and show a few things that, that could uh, improve. And then say, well, you know, you could do it yourself or hire somebody or hire us. Uh, and uh, most of them then say, okay, take me to your pricing page and walk me through it. And we walk them through it. If they feel they're comfortable with that, then uh, uh, they sign up. Or else, uh, like you said, uh, uh, we just move on. That's all. Okay. So what questions specifically do you ask to discover their to uh, need what they need and then show them? So main thing is uh, how, where, where are they ranking, where they want to. Uh, and why are the ranking low? Uh, any reason? Try to find out uh, if there are any issues. And uh, did they have any suspicion earlier? And uh, did they do something wrong? Uh, was an address issue? Uh, that Google filter the results. Second is uh, regarding um, uh, their business expectation. That means uh, how many calls are they getting now? How many calls they would want to get? What is the revenue they're making? Though some are not. Uh, okay to share this uh, at least I tell them tell me in terms of some 2x or 1.5x or whatever or did you make between half a million or some TK or something like that 
and uh, take it uh, uh, understand why they are really coming to you is it they are not happy with the previous guy uh, or they were trying to do it themselves they don't have the time uh, or they felt that we could do a better job what is that that uh, prompted them to come and then drive the discussion from there okay so you first discuss their challenges what's their motive i think that is something that is ignored by lot we try to sell before we actually understand i think uh, you got to uh, wait for your turn not be too hasty just listen uh, to them uh, you know what is wrong with their website or what is wrong and you could fix that but you got to wait to hear why uh, from them and uh, then take it uh, and see okay then uh, let us show then the practical solution about what if we were to start what we would implement so i i share a few things right then and there uh, taste of what they will get and then uh, we take it uh, uh, and then uh, anyways my charges are very affordable yes. for many in the us and so it's not be a problem for them to opt for full time service if they need more recommendation Okay, so do you send any kind of proposal after they are? Uh... Uh, we uh, we have stopped sending proposals. Uh, this is my tip. Uh, proposals have been actually counterproductive. In fact, uh, proposals are. A, uh, I think um, mm, you should read a blog post from I think uh, the guy who has founded the Better Proposals, and he had given um, a lot of data. And I think uh, after sending hundreds of proposals and then reviewing them. Uh, i have come to the conclusion that proposals actually uh, are uh, uh, don't productive and they don't actually work but if you can walk the client through or a potential client through the proposal instead of sending it beforehand sending it beforehand means that you send it out to three or four others asking them to comment and any proposal cannot satisfy everybody uh, out there okay so you are going to get mixed a big mixed bag of feedback which is going to backfire so we stopped sending uh, proposals of course when somebody asks uh, send me a proposal and uh, you we really need a proposal to get started we still send it but uh, uh, i think over the last uh, one year we have almost reduced our uh, proposals from say 100 to i think less than 10 the proposal is kind of the same the deliverables about what they will get the challenges and every all. every bit of information is there on our website okay. uh, everything is there there is nothing different to the proposal i still send some proposals but is to existing clients who want me to send a new proposal saying they say okay but it's not actually a proposal it is actually a list of things that i will do for them it's more like a scope of work with really some basic commercial information so uh, it's a, it's actually a Uh, things that i want to do uh, to meet their expectations okay. and uh, what is what is the support that i need or what is that uh, i bring to the table that is more uh, like it rather than actually a proposal of uh, we will do this we will do that and all that. okay so after the call uh, they go to the pricing page and they simplify the thing yes sir that's what uh, is best uh, you, you you should strike while the iron is hot there's no point in waiting uh, that's why we got this ordering system right uh, done because they can go ahead and order it right away uh, instead of uh, uh, waiting 8 uh, to 10 hours uh, because because of the time delay we can only send the send the invoice and the uh, thing next day 
so many things can happen during that time okay so there are last three to four questions i would like to ask the first one is how, uh, what are some of the common objections that you hear over and over again from the clients uh, like the doubts they have and the objections they have uh, objections i have is how do you, how can you guarantee results how do you think you can um, uh, have you done work for similar kind kind of client and the i did i did everything i didn't get results how do you think you can get it um, then there are some like i i only have a minimum two month or three month or four month prepaid plan some of them want to work in a just a monthly basis so they want to know why i can't work with them uh, on a month to month payment plan uh, then uh, for, uh, some things are uh, they might um, not be willing to make some changes on their website uh, or they feel that uh, everything is uh, fine so uh, uh, i think you got to go to the psychology of each of these things um, they have been hurt previously they didn't get the results uh, they spent a lot of time money and their their uh, core uh, area of strength is not seo uh, that's what i tell them that um, my my i spend all my time on seo where they should be spending their time on their business so but i see lot of the business owners also trying to be seo uh, in the late uh, yes. uh, in the evening or late night uh, i is really is of spending time with their family yes. but it gets up to them uh, it's not for me to advise them but uh, many many of the owners think that uh, they know a lot about seo yes. uh, and, uh, and so that those kind of people are really difficult to uh, handle because um, uh, they know their business they know their seo uh, also or they claim to know their seo okay so uh, yes those kind of objections are common uh, but the one i struggled with is guarantee or what should we what should our value proposition be because we can't guarantee any results but we know that we could try them but if we guarantee them then google also says that you can't guarantee any results so how would you go around that when someone asks any kind of guarantee or any time any kind of promise okay uh, so i i have learned this the hard way and so now we put it specifically on our website as well as on our in our uh, uh, terms of conditions and also in our setup sheet that we do not offer any guarantee over what i can guarantee is that i will work uh, 110% to get you the results that uh, you deserve so i will strain every sinew uh, uh, and i put in a lot of work uh, to go above and beyond to get you the results that uh, you will have no complaint now whether i will actually get the results or not that like i said so many things are not in my hands uh, it's like a chess player making his move without uh, looking at the opposing player opposing player is also making his moves so and then we have a third party google also making their moves so uh, to then guarantee results however uh, with my limited knowledge i can i can see when i look at the competition or when look at the website and the changes the optimization that can be done i know for sure that over a 2 to 3 month period i'll be able to deliver results so we tell in such cases we tell them that we think you should be getting some results um uh, by the third month or so okay so yeah that's one good way now uh, one more thing is uh, when you get those clients how do you keep them 
paying you or maintain the client relationship because that's one important thing it's easier to maintain the relationship than to get new clients coming in every single month so how absolutely, absolutely. i think that's a very important point in fact i tell my team it is uh, i think there are some study uh, that it's six or seven times as much difficult to get a new client yes. as to retain existing client uh, so that is why we are building a lot of uh, internal processes okay. i communicate a lot with the clients uh, we try to send them regular reports industry information um, and i always uh, emphasize the importance of communication so clients are and transparency so clients are worried they paid you and they not know what is happening so make sure that uh, uh, you keep them in the loop Uh, you tell them what's happening uh, things are wrong i always say things are good on good tell them immediately if things are wrong take your time to analyze what went wrong tell them what went wrong and what you will do to fix that so uh, for example a website may go down uh, you may not even been developing that website or you may not have hosted it but uh, uh, but the client thinks as a seo you might have got something to do with it so you have to go analyze the situation see when you guys logged in or what are the issue whether there is a plugin that you added which caused the website to go down or there was a hacking or uh, some wordpress uh, upgrade issue and then then you got to uh, uh, tell the client what happened or how it was fixed or what you going to fix it that's a good tip because many uh, many issues what they do is uh, take the, some of the penalties and then they run away and then they leave their client as it is and so that's one good thing that we should uh, clearly tell them the truth about what happened and what we are doing to fix it so it kind of builds trust to that we are honest and we are doing the things and uh, now in the reporting what kind of things do you report to them uh, do you ask them what they want to see in the monthly reporting because when we report i think that uh, they feel like we are doing something So reporting is also one important part in maintaining the clients. So Absolutely. So uh, instead of uh, going everything on the monthly report, uh, we do though we send that, and uh, but we recently shifted to write uh, um, local. Our own digital go tool also has some limited limited reporting capabilities. Uh, if you are logged in, you yeah. know that uh, you can actually uh, use the status of the optimization. for all the factors so you can know what's the status of uh, say your categories or your uh, posts and all that so a limited amount of information is already available from our distributed go we recently added um, bright local reporting also the third is uh, we also send a monthly google doc with the screenshots of uh, the speed now from uh, we use uh, web page test or uh, gt metrics Okay. from there uh, the gmb insights the google search console insight information uh, and uh, all this uh, consolidate all this uh, in terms of and then ranking from search robot all this put together uh, in one google doc and send them a um, monthly or a project end report okay so that's when i see that you have many things to share so was there any course you took or how did you learn so many things well um, a lot of it uh, of course everything cannot be self taught but i would like to consider myself a, a, a voracious reader and a lot of things that i have learned um, by testing 
or by uh, being on good Facebook groups like SEO Signals Lab. There's also Mappack SEO group. Uh, then uh, there are other groups that are uh, doing a wonderful job. Uh, I try to learn from others. Uh, tips I share with my team. Uh, uh, we are on some good forums, also SEO forums, like local search forums. Uh, and uh, other things are over a period of time when you do enough projects, you gain uh, some experience and wisdom. So a lot of it has been, uh, like you say, experimenting and making mistakes and learning from uh, your mistakes and uh, keeping on improving. Okay. So any course you took? I have not taken, I have not spent a single penny on any course. Okay. So I teach, I teach for others though. I teach at colleges. Uh, we recently did a three day program workshop for a MBA college here in Tamil Nadu. It was a very big success. So people are looking out for uh, three day, five day workshops or two day workshops. Uh, they can definitely con contact us. And uh, uh, there's absolute a lot of value. Uh, we started off by getting students to build a website on WordPress, then doing SEO audit using Digital Go, Go tool, uh, building out uh, images for Facebook uh, ads on Canva. Okay. Uh, so a lot of practical exercises using a lot of different uh, tools uh, were uh, added and great value for the students. Uh, in the three days that uh, we talked about. Okay, so basically the marketing part, teaching you to do yeah, the It's a digital marketing, but I put a lot of focus on SEO uh, to get them students to understand what is SEO. Okay, now, so if you look back on your journey since you started and now you have come so far, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you think uh, could have been avoided with proper knowledge? A lot of uh, things, I mean, it would be so huge. Uh, I think uh, um, need to develop the skills of the team members uh, much more, uh, lay out the processes, have the SOPs return, uh, do things. Uh, you need to know understand what things you, can, you should be doing, what things you shouldn't be doing, and delegate to others. Uh, then um, uh, trust them to do a, a good job. Uh, uh, do more, uh, interact more with clients. I think there are so many things I think uh, that I could have done um, better. But like you say, uh, are you, uh, you can only learn from your past yes. experiences and try to improve upon. And uh, every day has been a learning exp experience uh, for me. Okay. So and now talk to us about your audit tool, what it could do for the people who are listening to this uh, podcast. They would like to know that it's one of the best GMB audit tools that it ranks in the top five. So what does it does and what are your future plans with your agency? Okay, great. Uh, the audit actually is at a high level as 11 uh, GMB factors, 11 website factors and two uh, off-page factors like citations and uh, we audit every aspect of your GMB. Like I said, talked about it earlier. Your categories, uh, your uh, URLs, uh, your NAP, uh, your uh, services, service areas, uh, posts, photos, Q&A. Every area is optimized. Then uh, uh, you, uh, we do the website audit in detail. We, our 
we are one of the few wherein we offer website optimization as part of our gmb optimization so uh, that uh, really is um, helps right because i think a large part of uh, how you rank well can also depend on proximity and authority factors on your website which are often missed so uh, we uh, optimize the gmb urls which primarily most of the case it's a home page and a uh, lot of factors like speed uh, schema uh, is another important thing um, then uh, you have user experience that is uh, critical then um, on website on page uh, keywords so many things on the website that are uh, critical for you to uh, rank okay and what are your future plans about where you want to take this agency uh, see this is my seventh year in business and uh, um, thankfully thanks to my customers and to my team uh, and well wishes like you uh, uh, this last year has been wonderful this for 2019 i want to continue on the success that we have done in uh, 2019 uh, i think we are capable of doing much much more much better and uh, our uh, plans for uh, 2020 are uh, to take big, make the tool the visible tool one of the uh, preferred tools for gmb audits uh, we are going to focus on gmb audit as a primary for our distributable group uh, to uh, we are going to have some integrations uh, with it for uh, task management uh, and for from bright local api or other ranking apis and uh, apart from that my we are 11 member team uh, i don't uh, anticipate us increasing the team size too much beyond 14 or 15 but uh, rather see how we can automate some of the things that we've been doing uh, achieve better results and work with only a select set of clients i i, I do not take on everybody i uh, work only with a select set of clients and they want to continue to be a preferred provider for all my uh, existing uh, clients okay. but uh, how do you qualify the clients is there anything new specifically in this uh we're looking at the intent and the interest okay uh, i'm now looking at the clients who have more than one gmb because okay. if just one gmb all the hopes are on that particular gmb yes. but if you have uh, i i'm uh, working with more uh, agency clients and we are a white label agency so uh, we do a lot of white labeling of course we work with direct clients also my intent is to have get on add uh, three or four white label clients Uh, uh agencies and do white labeling for them this year 2020 okay so is there any kind of plan you have made to show agencies because as you are a white label agencies so the main agencies which are doing the client taking work they might uh, we have been focusing more on uh, uh, the white labeling part on our website we just read our uh, pages a uh, couple of weeks back uh, we are optimizing it more to become more like a white label uh uh seo agency and uh, i think uh, typical ag- agencies which have 50 to 100 gmbs are a, are a good fit for us okay we can manage those uh, uh easily uh within our current whatever constraints okay 
Okay. So do you show them the process that you go through? Absolutely. Uh, somebody wants to give me so much business. Uh, they want to know how I'm going to handle that. So I share with them and, uh, how, how we plan to do. Uh, the advantage for us is we have a digital go tool. So um, that is itself is a big differentiator uh, to me compared to others uh, who may not have that kind of tool to manage the GMBs. Okay. And in the beginning, you mentioned that you have wrote two books. So I would like your recommendations on what are your top three books that you love. Top three? Yes, books. Tools. Sorry, I didn't. Top three tools, is it? Books, books. Read. Books. Huh? Yes. Books. Uh, to be frank with you, I have not gone through many books in the last uh, a few years. Um, but anything uh, that uh, relates to the uh, ability to sell to clients, meaning to hold on to clients, uh, it's got a favorable review. I'm only able to read snippets of it. And because most of the information comes to me uh, uh, through Twitter or uh, through uh, any of the feeds uh, that are there. I have not been able to read anything, uh, uh, frankly, over the last, uh, and that's a uh, big disappointment. I have to make set, set aside some time to uh, read more. But a lot of it is online, reading some snippets of information and that's what the time allows me to do so i have to set aside so i don't have a, a uh, recommendation as such um, but uh, uh, one book which has impressed me a lot earlier was shiv keras you can win was uh, uh, something that uh, was very easy to understand uh, gave me a lot of impetus um, there are so many other uh, uh, great uh, um, books out there, but I really do not have uh, off the cuff. I don't have any uh, recommendation as uh, such because most of the time I've been reading blog posts uh, from uh, uh, SEO leaders out there. Uh, SEO by the Sea, uh, I think, is a great uh, uh, blog uh, that I recommend. Then Aleda Solis. Uh, I think uh, she's doing some wonderful work. Uh, Avinash Kaushik for analytics, I think, uh, uh, is great. Uh, there are some good YouTubers as well. I think uh, a gentleman called Chris McDonald, I think, uh, who does a good job. So a lot of uh, good folks out there uh, that uh, uh, do um, on Twitter. Uh, um, also, there are some... Uh, wonderful folks i think uh, i don't remember off the cuff what their twitter handles are but there are some good folks out there on twitter also and of course uh, uh, hrefs uh, uh, is great uh, their uh, videos are great for uh, people who want to know more about seo uh, so that is what it is so wrapping this up what would be the one takeaway that uh, people could go and implement now for their agency or to grow their uh, business and SEO? Uh, Takeaway uh, in the sense, uh, I think fully optimize their GMB and looking at every aspect of the GMB is very, very important. And uh, I would say the website is not for you, it is for the user. So don't be emotionally or very attached to the website. Uh, allow the uh, SEO to make some changes on the website. So 
look at it from a user perspective and i think you will see a lot of change um, that is required on the website and uh, from gmb ij go ahead and try to fully optimize from locals uh, in uh, from our uh, citations go heavy on local and hyper local uh, citations rather than getting any citations think these are the, the, the not just one three takeaways from my end can you talk a little bit about uh, the website is about the user not uh, for the other thing yes so. uh, i found uh, clients are very very uh, 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 so to say hung up on how the website should look and all that uh see we have done hundreds of websites so to some extent we understand a little bit of what the user is requiring and uh, uh, so we try to look at it from a user perspective but the client looks some up themselves as a user but you are never going to reside in that house you are going to build that house and you are going to rent it out that's how you the client has to look at it okay so yeah when the clients who come in Will the will the users will come in like that house? Mm. Uh, so they should put their themselves the shoes of the user uh, and uh, review the site. I think then they can probably be amenable to more changes. Okay. So if people have any questions, then how could they reach out to you and learn more about you? Absolutely. Going to our website distributorgo.com is the best way. Uh, uh, you can also email six to getleads at distributorgo.com. It is there on the website. then uh, uh, you can type in my name srinath rangaswami or uh, srinath ranga um, i'm not a very popular brand but my company or uh, should uh, i should come up in lot of results for uh, gmb or related to seo and uh, or for content writing or training and uh, then we have a uh, if you are in the us um, uh, 6 646320 Uh, 0876 is a number you can contact us uh, directly if you're in india uh, you can call my mobile number 9003 113436 all this information is there on our website at digitalbullgo.com digital bullgo.com okay so i will link all those uh, profiles in the comment section down below so thanks for watching guys and this was an amazing interview it was an hour or hour and a half long but it was so much valuable like i asked literally all the questions that i had in my mind and i really got so much clarity out of this and thought you got the same if so then uh, screenshot this episode and post it in your instagram and facebook stories and be sure to tag me and the digital bulgo account so that's it for today see you in the next coming episodes thanks thank you by the way sinat uh, do you have your personal social media accounts yes uh, uh, my uh, you can look up look me up sinat rangaswamy on facebook yes, or I my have. company account digital bull go uh, i am uh, i use my company account for twitter and my personal one for one personal twitter so i would prefer to you know, for people to follow my company account digital bull go and i'm there on linkedin so if you are somebody you can uh, uh, invite me on linkedin but please give me a reason why i need to accept your invite um, most times i receive a lot of invites without uh, reasons or how they found me so a small uh, a note on that you saw me on latesh byat show or somewhere else could help so okay. again thank you very much latesh wonderful uh, you doing great work and thank you for invite i really appreciate it uh, 
and uh, and uh, wish you and your family all the best for the new year happy new year to you and your listeners thank you same to you